Hey yo, what's up guys? Uh beautiful Monday morning. Hope you're on your way to work. So quickly let's get into it. Today we are going to be talking about how to properly have an investment portfolio. And I'm going to try to be as um open as possible, or at least maybe you get a pen and a paper to be able to properly follow. So why am I doing this? I'm doing this because we've said a few other things before now, and I think it will just be not good to not at least share something that can get you running. So I'm going to use some case studies that might be relatable and I can use some that might not, but just follow. So basically how to have an investment portfolio. Your investment portfolio is like your combination of all your investments that you have in this world, all the things that you put your money in. So let's look at how to have an investment portfolio and how you can share it. Because basically this is about how you are sharing where your investments are going, how you're diversifying your investments. Because an investment portfolio can still be just in a particular investment and yeah, that's still an investment portfolio. So let's delve straight into it. And uh, so we say you have 100% uh, total portfolio. If you are quite young, like say my age, I would say that you should be more inclined towards, you know, riskier investments. I'm not saying MMM. I'm not saying I'm not saying to do all those um, double your money by 20, but to put your money in stocks because they are probably the most high risk investment that you can have apart from Bitcoin. I don't do that. But if you if you if you can you should if you are young but if you are older way older towards retirement not even towards retirement like you already have children have responsibilities it's better to do um lesser high risk and then more stable investments so i'm going to give types of stable investments and then the high risk one the mid risk and low risk so let's say you have 100k to invest right now because there are two ways about it some people have the money to start straight away and some people want to do it in bits and you start with an initial amount and then they continually contribute monthly so let's start with the first initial one like so i have 100k dollars to invest right now so that would mean that i would want to share my portfolio into three that would be low risk medium risk and high risk investment in my low risk investment i might want to put my money in things like euro bonds so the thing about the level of risk for your investments will mean that the higher the risk the higher the interest the lower the risk the lower the interest rates that you get over the period of a year low risk investments mostly give around four to like eight percent yearly and that will be before euro bonds and treasury treasury bills going to medium risk medium risk would comprise of i can say real estate because real estate are medium risk so depending on how risk averse you are you can decide how you want to break your portfolio to fit in this so if your portfolio falls towards high risk investment it's probably going to have higher returns in the end. If you force towards low risk investment, it's probably going to have lower returns with less hypertension. Moving forward, if you have your money in bits, say I have one K dollars to start now, and then I hope to add one K dollars every month, $1,000 every month, say for the next five years. This is where a compound interest calculator comes in. And we can look at that now. If I had one K dollars, initial deposits and i intend to contribute 1k dollars monthly for the next five years and i'm projecting to get uh an interest rate of about 20 percent mm, let's be saying 18 percent every year how much am i going to have at the end of this five years i'm using an interest rate calculator here so it says I'm going to have 95k dollars, 95k and 000. So 
what this does is it compounds your interest about how you keep adding and adding in the first year the first interest you make is about a thousand one forty and the second year is about four thousand when your total principal is 25k and then in the third year is about ten thousand in the fourth year is 20 and in the last year is about 34. So you might want to ask, so why is this compound interest calculation magical, this 95k dollars? Well, let's look at it. If you were to put 1k dollars, save it for 5 years, that will be 60k dollars that you are left with in compared to the 95,000 dollars that you have now. And that this also gives precedence to people that say they want to save a particular amount of money when they have the huge chunk that is when they want to invest it. I would say that you'll be losing a lot of money just over the period of time that you're saving. Because except you are saving in a way that it is also getting your interest. But look at this. Somebody saved $1,000 for five years. Like they invested it as they were saving it. They invested $1,000 in bits for five years. And it's about 95k dollars. When normally they would have saved 65k. Or they would have saved 60k dollars rather. All this other, other, other. It just helps us to say. If you have a particular amount of money that you wish to invest now. Do not just put it all in one investment. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Decide and diversify. What are the available investment platforms that you can put your money in? What are the available market instruments that you can try to turn your money over with? So you can decide this is low risk. You know what is low risk. You know what is high risk according to the interest rate that is shared with it. And then you decide, let me put this amount of my money in this high risk investment. I put this amount of my money in this low risk investment. Low, low risk investments are like Eurobond, Treasury bills. Those ones do not yield fast, but they also are stable. And euro bonds are highly liquid, meaning that when you need your money, you can quickly get it back. Now, high risk could be stocks or maybe Bitcoin. I'll use stocks for example now. Also in stocks, there are also high risk stocks and then low risk stocks. This would be maybe growth stocks. Blue chip stocks are stocks of companies that you know that they are doing really well, they are solid and they cannot run away with your money. Uh, growth stocks are like companies that are probably doing well because of circumstances like some companies did really well during covid and then their stocks went high that's like a growth stock now going to the crazier stocks i've forgotten what they call them now but these stocks are the ones that there's no logic around how they go up and down i think people just pump and dump them you can also put your money in them depending on the amount and how fast you want to make but generally the psychology around this is to decide that in the next five years i'm going to be putting this amount of money especially because i know most people that listen to this podcast are young and we are all just trying to find our footing we can only afford to put in bits and in bits so get a compound interest calculator and look at it that if i were to put this amount of money in this kind of investment for five years how much would i have at the end of five years but going back the available platforms that you can put your money in CarryWise offers mutual fund and they have a series of interest rates. Uh, Rise is a proper, proper mutual fund that you can put your money in because you just need to put your money. You don't need to worry about how they do all the market strategy to get your interest rate up or do you get. All you just have to do is put your money there and take your money out when you want to. Rise is a really good platform for mutual fund. Bamboo Investment is more for trading and picking stocks on your own. You can also be you can also pick index funds. I know there might be a lot of things, a lot of things, but I hope that I ever have the chance. But this is not an investment. <laughs> this is not an investment podcast. But I'm trying my best to just share some of this knowledge and make sure that at least you're not left in the dark, dark, dark. But I advise that after this, you take out time to read up on some of the things that I've mentioned that I think 
you do not know. So Bamboo Investments is another platform that lets you pick stocks on your own and you can follow them. You are actively following their news, their market uh, movements and all the rest, monitoring it. You know when to buy, you know when to sell, you know when they are making money or when they will not make money. So yeah, after doing that, real estate is medium risk. Real estate is solid, real estate is relatable. If you have the money, if you have the strength, put your money in real estate it won't fail you put your money in real estate in a street in a country that you know that they won't go to war or in a country that you know that things are stable in a country that you know that is not approaching a bubble burst an impending bubble burst but yeah i'm not throwing any summer and i believe that the other psychology towards this is if they say because one major barrier that has been for investment has been the entry amount or the barrier of entry rather because even for mutual funds that manage um, investments for people in nigeria yeah, they have cap of about maybe 20 million some of them say maybe like 50 million your portfolio must be at least 50 million before they let you in and they help you manage your money so because there is like zero to like nothing or because there used to be zero to like nothing portfolio to help anybody who has lesser money to manage their investment sometimes to it also require that you save up a bit I'm, i know i'm not saying you save 20 million i'm saying to be able to start tangibly and invest correctly you can save up a handful and start with that so also please note that i would advise that you put your money in dollar dominated investments or investments that are dominated in stable currencies currencies that are stable currencies that are sane and once you do this you have some sense of security and uh, lastly i would not want to leave out the caveat that says that investing is always at a risk no matter how high or low the risk is you should be prepared to lose your money but not in a pessimistic way but be open to know that the market can crash things can happen people buy real estate and then the money they take the house from them and they have to start again from zero i'm not wishing that all these things will happen to you but i'm just saying to keep an open mind that while you invest you understand that investment is always at a risk i hope this has helped i know it might not have helped as much but i can recommend books that you can read on your own that would help you to start going on this path just like i started um first money master the game by tony robin it's a really good book that really helped me to see the entire um, stock market investment styles how to approach wealth from a new perspective and the book is quite practical because it delves straight into 401ks but it is also quite very specifically applicable to the us but i still think there's a lot that you can learn from that yeah i think that'll be all for now if you have any personal questions you could actually reach out to me i could still probably recommend some content and um, point you to maybe some available platforms in your country that i know of and if i don't i'm sorry I remain Tunja Naru. I hope this podcast was helpful. Next month, next week, we are going into love, love. Just wait. And I know that sounded weird. But just wait and see. We have a lot of gist coming. I'm going to be having my friends on this podcast sharing their love woes and love wins. <laughs> I'll see you some other time. To the best week of our lives yet. Have an amazing one. Psha.